You are listening to the You Are Techie podcast, episode number 51. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. This episode is brought to you by The Mom Project. The Mom Project is the leading career destination for moms, and it's on a mission to build a better workplace for women and everyone. We move forward when we move together, and The Mom Project provides you with both community support, over 300,000 moms deep, and job opportunities designed to meet you where you are and help you to grow and achieve throughout your journey. Sign up for The Mom Project now at themomproject.com. See what opportunities await you. Good afternoon or morning or evening or whatever time of day it is for you when you're listening to this. I'm so glad you stopped by. I've got a special episode planned today. I think you're really going to get a lot out of this episode, probably a takeaway or two that you didn't plan on. So let's dive in. Today, we're talking about flexible, high-paying jobs, which is the focus at Your Techie. We believe moms are the answer to the technology workforce gap. And we believe moms want to fill this role because tech jobs offer flexibility and high pay. And that offers moms the opportunity to support their families financially while being the great moms, they absolutely must be. So I want to start off by conceding that not all tech jobs are flexible. Not all of them are high paying either. I really understand that. When I started my consulting career, I worked 24 hours one night and many late nights in addition to that. And one of the moms in our community was a network administrator for a Fortune 500 company. She was on call basically 24-7. So I just want to concede that, yeah, it's true. Not every tech job is going to be flexible. And I think that's really important to understand because if you go to the market and you look for a tech job assuming that it's going to be flexible and then you come across a bunch of postings that say things like 80% travel or extended hours expected – you're probably going to get frustrated and then start to doubt your own path. That's not what we want. We want a clear picture of exactly where you want to go and what options are available to you. Okay, I want to make sure that you understand what a venture capital-backed startup is about. Because I see a lot of doubt and hear a lot of fear from that region of the country And I get it because Silicon Valley is full of VC-backed startups. And the whole point of a VC-backed startup is that you invest a lot of money into a company and then in seven years it grows and then the venture capitalists can sell the money. And that's how they make their money. That's their business process. Now, there's nothing wrong with that process. It's really effective, but it's probably not the place that you're going to find the most flexible work because they are working on speed. I also want to comment that at a certain point, the startup is going to gain maturity 
and going to require maturity and dependability from their workforce. And it's going to turn into kind of a more stable environment and less of that like go as fast as we can scale type environment. And that might be a good entry point for you. But prior to that, they really are looking for like the most amount of work for the least amount of money with high skills. So just keep that in mind when you're coming across different job postings. And then also when it comes to flexible high paying jobs, some of you have awesome undergraduates, like either awesome degrees or from an awesome school. And Fortune 500, that could be a great place for you to spend your time or just a, like a big company, Fortune 1000, whatever. But if you don't have a degree or you're coming from a different path, that's probably not going to be a great place for you to start. That's why a small company that's been around for a few years, that's a great place for many of you to get your feet wet. Okay, and I know small can vary a lot, but just think anything from a few employees to a thousand. That can offer you those mentoring relationships that I hear so many of you say that you're looking for. And they're also typically underserved because they have to compete to find talent with the Fortune 500s. So that can be a great fit for you. You can offer them dependability, maturity, and recently acquired skills. And then they can offer you the mentorship, the growth opportunities that you're looking for. And if they're a stable company, they're still probably going to pay well. So I just want to lay those out so that as you're creating this dream job description, you understand how much clarity you should have around the job so that when you go out to those job postings, you can filter because there will be a lot of things there that are going to contradict or get in the way of you really finding that flexible, high-paying job. Okay, so let's define what jobs actually are high-paying and flexible. And what I want to go over with you is a little bit about the back end of the business. And this is because I'm always preaching this mantra of add value, add value, add value. And oftentimes when you're not sure how to add value, it's because you aren't sure what drives the value, either in a human or in a business. So I want to talk about software as a service or SaaS companies. That is where I recommend you look to find your flexible, high-paying jobs. And the reason for that is that those jobs in software development, around software development, design, scrum, they can be supportive of the value of a SaaS business. Here's what I mean. When you have a SaaS organization and you are building a software, you are going to spend probably a couple years building that software, investing in a lot of developers to get that software off the ground. So if you're a developer, great time to enter. They're doing a lot of development work. It's also a really interesting time for very experienced developers because what they want is that creative problem solving, the challenge of creating something new. So once the software has been developed, the investment turns away from new development and it turns into maintenance and basically a little bit of a new features here or there. So that is oftentimes where you will see turnover like experienced developers leaving 
or moving up into management and then younger developers coming in because maintaining software is just a little bit easier than developing it from the ground up, okay? And also, when we look at the business value, we're gonna shift our investment dollars into two things, away from development and into customer acquisition and customer retention, okay? And so the business is now going to be putting money into things like customer support and user experience. It's important that those two things are done well. Herein lies the value. I've created this software. I've put in a lot of initial investment. And now it's my job to gain subscribers. So subscription model is the common financial model of many SaaS companies. And so if I have subscribers, growing those subscribers and maintaining the ones that I have becomes my focus. And so now, not only am I not investing so much money in development, which is expensive, I now am going to take those dollars and put them into customer acquisition and customer retention. So those, all of those activities are going to support software development. One final note on that, once we've done that upfront investment, the goal of the business should be that I grow my revenue much faster than I need to invest in the company because I'm just growing more subscribers with a product I already have. Therein lies the value that can be had. Tech jobs can pay highly because of the model that they've developed. They kind of upfront develop a product and then they just maintain it, but spend their time and energy growing their revenue base through customer acquisition and retention. Okay, so let's talk about what roles specifically are software development or in and around software development, as opposed to tech jobs like network administrator or IT maintenance. We're talking more about the software development field. And tech is vast, so it's important to understand the difference so you can maximize your outcomes in finding that flexible, high-paying job. And I recommend you do that by looking at SaaS companies or development agencies who support building of SaaS organizations. Okay, so here are seven job titles that are going to be directly related to that process that I just talked about, software development and then customer acquisition and customer retention. The first one is just developer, and I prefer junior full stack as opposed to front end developer. But if you want to be a front-end developer, you can generally acquire those skills a little bit faster. So front-end still an option, but just don't negate junior full stack because eventually many front-end developers get into that anyway. UX designer. And in this, we're going to include UX UI designer. Just be wary of that UX UI design developer. It would have to be an amazing company to be successful at that role because that's a lot of positions. And then we can also look at that customer acquisition with marketing, okay? So you could be called a marketing analyst or a marketing manager, which doesn't always mean you're managing people. Sometimes you're just managing a product. And there are many, many ways to break marketing down. So here I'm just gonna focus on one area and acknowledge that there are lots of other ones but I want you to just pick a path and be specific. That will be the fastest way to get into marketing. And marketing can be highly technical when we're talking about this aspect. 
which is PPC ads, so pay-per-click ads. You might do that, and I recommend you focus on one platform. So you might do PPC ads for Google, like Google AdWords, or you could do it on the Facebook platform doing Facebook ads. Just, again, two really specific paths, lots and lots of different ways to go about that. I will say if you're interested in that, focusing on one platform and getting results on that one platform, that will matter more than anything else. And that supports that customer acquisition. Okay, aligned with marketing, but maybe even a quicker turnaround time to get hired is social media. And again, social media manager is a common title, not always meaning you're managing people. You might just be managing the social media. I, again, recommend just knowing one, maybe two platforms here. The trick is that you want to learn the secrets to engaging, but also adding followers on those platforms. So you'd be much more effective to be a social media manager who knows how to grow, say, a Pinterest audience and a Facebook audience than knowing all the ins and outs of every platform. So really focusing on gaining effective traction on one or two platforms is how you would go about social media. That falls into the customer acquisition area of software development as well. Okay. Another area of software development that's going to, this one is going to be more freelance. So this is less about getting hired in, although there are positions available, but this is going to be kind of the, I would say the best freelance opportunity, becoming a web developer using the WordPress platform. You can use things like Wix and Squarespace. I just love WordPress because with all the plugins, you need to know zero code and never tell your client no when it comes to functionality. And I just find that really effective. And you can know code and use WordPress, uh, which is another added benefit. So that's another one when it comes to, that would be a good one for customer acquisition because you're talking about web development, they're trying to acquire customers. Okay, back into the software development side of things, Scrum Master. So this is really project manager meets psychologist. Scrum Master is a very common and popular position on agile teams. So software development teams running agile, they all have a Scrum Master. And finally, the seventh role that I want to talk to you about is further down the road when it comes to the software development process is that we need to create training materials either for our customers or for our internal teams who are supporting customers or selling our product, a lot of different reasons. And so we often bring in learning people for this. That would be an instructional designer or a learning consultant, learning specialist, any of those. So those are just seven roles that are going to really, if you're like, I want flexible, high paying work, those are seven roles where if you pick one of those, you should be in a good position to have both a relatively quick trajectory to getting hired and obtaining flexible work that is high paying. So I hope that was really specific. I'm going to get just a little more specific in helping you find that because if your next question is, okay, where do I find that work? Uh, I've got the answer. And that's from our sponsor, The Mom Project. So I love The Mom Project because 
so many times I meet women and they want to know, how do I explain the gap on my resume? How do I let people know I have a family and I can't work till 10 o'clock at night? Or how? And if you are using the mom project as your job search, you already are eliminating all of those kind of mental spinning questions that you have. And I happen to know they're going to get, uh, they just sign a contract, they're going to get a ton of new tech jobs. So it's worth checking them out. And just also to remind yourself that, hey, there are a lot of great companies who want to hire me, I think is, is important and helpful. So here are two positions currently listed on the Mom Project. FYI, those seven roles that I listed, not every job title is going to fall into one of like that exact name, but those positions encapsulate the skills that you need for these positions. So for example, the first one I'm going to mention is product designer. Well, that's not exactly a UX designer, but here I'll tell you what they list. And the UX design skills are the skills you would need for this position. Okay. So take broad conceptual ideas and turn them into something useful and valuable. Design flows and experiences that are incredible, simple, and elegant. Contribute to high-level strategic decisions with the rest of the product team. Give and solicit feedback from other designers and also partner with PMs, engineers, researchers, and content strategists to oversee the user experience of a product. And that position is a remote position until COVID restrictions are removed, and it pays $85 an hour, which is, you know, awesome. That would not be a brand new entry-level position, but depending on what your prior experience is, um, it's not a senior-level position. So that's definitely a high-paying, flexible job. Here's another one. This is listed just developer. And this one is a, for a developer who knows either Java or C++ no specific number of years of experience required. They just mentioned that you need demonstrated experience with one of their preferred languages. And experience with Scrum, Agile, and iterative approaches is a plus. So not needed, but helpful. So it's good to know a little bit Agile. This is a fully remote position offering $90 an hour, and they specify no travel required. Again, flexible, high paying. It's out there. Okay, so we see that there is available work in tech that pays highly and is flexible. So I want to encourage you to focus on that. Focus on the positions that fit the clarity of your dream job description. You're listening to this podcast because you're looking for flexible, high-paying tech jobs. So I want to encourage you to use that lens. When you spend your time searching for jobs and focusing on the ones that don't meet your criteria, that's what you're going to see. And then that's all you'll be able to focus on and you'll start to doubt your process. So when you sit down to your job searching, I want you to actually have your dream job description next to you. Let that be your guide so you can focus on the postings that do meet your criteria. And if they don't, just move along. It just doesn't fit your criteria. Use tools like the Mom Project and your network of people who already know and trust you to focus your search on the roles that are going to be best suited for you and for your life. Okay, hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm so grateful you came by today, and I'll see you next time. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. 
Join me to get the strategies, training, and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at youartechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.